One of my most incredible lessons that I have learned in the last 10 years of doing business is I have made so many mistakes, so many mistakes. And when I have sat with the right people across from me and we've shared our experiences, I have been able to actually learn from their mistakes and experiences. Hi, I'm Sanira, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a nine-figure business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit a million in revenue. And I'm on a mission to change that because we should all feel empowered enough to run our lives like we're the CEO. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way. Now, I'm sharing it all with you so that you can join us as we discuss the mindset, money, and marketing secrets of the women who have bet big on unconventional paths to their version of success. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Good morning, CEO School. Happy Wednesday. This is your host, Sanira Madani. And today's episode is going to be an incredible 15-minute chat and the importance of being in the right room. And this is something that, you know, especially as COVID has, you know, we're in this new normal, people are coming back into the workforce. People are coming back and wanting human connection. Human connection is what has driven business for so long. And through the pandemic, it was really rough. It was really rough on business. It was really rough on a mental level. It was really rough on a personal level with friendships and connections. And there were really great things that came out of being really focused on who's in our rooms and who's in our lives. But it's also important what I'm seeing now and just attending literally for the last month and a half, I've been at every conference ever. And people are thirsty. People are so hungry for connection right now. That's the energy and the amount of conferences that have opened up and just the level of energy that people are bringing to things is just so incredible. And I wanted today just actually got back from about a month and a half of travel you guys have been following my stories. It's been absolutely insane. We've had a major announcement in the last two weeks, and I've just been bombarded in the best possible way with amazing invites and speaking engagements. And there's just been so many events that I've also had going on. And so I've just been everywhere. I've been Austin, New York. I just flew back from Knoxville literally last night for my board meeting. And this was actually our first board meeting in person where everybody was together. It was a giant room. It wasn't just like just the handful of select executives. Everybody was together. And it got me thinking on the plane ride back that for today's episode, I really want to talk about the importance of being in the room and why being in the room really matters and what rooms you need to be in as a female, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, what rooms can you actually be in right now? And the importance of spending time with not just anyone, but with the right people and having accountability systems, like having a board or like having a group of women that you're masterminding with or a mentor or a coach or just being in the room. And when I talk about being in the room, it is okay to be in the virtual room. So virtual rooms are amazing, but making sure that you are connecting in the right possible way. Is that a one-on-one style, right? Is that a coaching style? Is that a Zoom call that there's a proper agenda set up for? And like, what does that actually look like is so critical in making being in the room successful, right? And so something I was thinking about is one of my most incredible 
lessons that I have learned in the last 10 years of doing business is I have made so many mistakes, so many mistakes. And when I have sat with the right people across from me and we've shared our experiences, I have been able to actually learn from their mistakes and experiences. And let me explain what I mean by that. So, you know, just being around, I think my first, I probably did my first master mastermind for those of you who don't know is when you get a group of entrepreneurs together or group of leaders together. They could be in different industries. It could be in the same industries, but everybody has a similar goal, which is to create a mind share, a mastermind. And so everybody comes to the table with problems or blockers or areas that they're looking to grow in. And then the group really participates in the discussion. Sometimes it's led by a coach or sometimes it's just a peer led group as well. But my first time that I did a mastermind was a couple of years ago and I had never actually participated where I've been heads down in the business. And the first time that I actually participated in a mastermind, like one of the biggest lessons that I learned is holy shit, why did I have to learn that the hard way? Like I could have saved two years of time and strategy and whatever else by learning from this person or doing this earlier, because this person obviously went through that experience as well ahead of me. And she's talking about it. And I'm like, holy shit, I went through the same exact experience and just learning of how that person navigated that experience. And that was the first aha moment that I actually had that having conversations, not just the positive conversations. So I think, you know, we're in these environments where there's not a lot of safe places is what I will say. There's not a lot of safe places for entrepreneurs, for women to really go and say, here are my struggles. Here's my blockers. Here's what I'm facing. And you need to create these safe spaces because my biggest aha moment was one, I had finally, I was able to share it in a, in a place where I didn't feel judged. Like I didn't feel judged. Everybody was going through, they were at similar levels of business. And this could be in leadership too. So this can apply everywhere. This can be for your friends. Like this literally can apply everywhere, but being in the room and we met virtually, we met in person and we also met virtually. This is pre-pandemic, but it was both. It was a hybrid model. And it was just once a quarter, like it wasn't even a lot, but being in that conversation. And that's what I really mean about like being in that room, like being in that conversation, it was one, a safe place and people can share their struggles. And then two, the conversations that were emerging in 15 minutes, I swear every time that I showed up to one of those meetings, I saved I don't know, tens of thousands of dollars in mistakes, in time mistakes, in people mistakes, in headache mistakes, and then actually in driving business results or things that I could have been like, I didn't, I never thought about that. So a simple like 15 minute discussion or coffee chat can save me thousands. Like, and I'm like, holy crap, like, why am I not in all the right rooms? And then I kind of went into this like binge of like, I, I started getting really excited to learn from other people. And honestly, that's when a lot of things took off for me because I wasn't alone. I think that was a, a huge factor of it all. And I, I know, you know, I emphasize like the loneliness of being an entrepreneur often, but people don't realize it's not just about being lonely. It's also having the mind share around you to say, am I thinking about this in the right way? How would you do it? How has your company approached it? How have you approached it in the past? That is where I never realized that like I could cultivate that environment. And so after that first experience, I got hooked and 
then it got almost overwhelming. So I've literally tried every single style of mindshare that you can think of. And unfortunately, part of being in fintech or in the in the industry that I was, there wasn't a lot of like women in discussions until I started CEO school. And then I found amazing communities of creators and influencers and podcast hosts and, you know, just course creators and all of this amazing, like just in my world here, there are so many amazing safe places to go, but in the world that I was, that I'm also in, there was a huge gap in that. But the thing that I found is that there's different ways to do that mindshare. So one, it's cultivating the right mindshare and the right network, being in the room, being present, asking those questions, sharing those blockers. But also there's other forms of that. I started actually getting coaches. So that's where like another part of like being in the room was so critical for me when I realized that I can learn from someone's mistakes. And every time I hopped on a call, I shared something, conversation started flowing. And it was always one of two things. Either I was saving myself time, I was saving myself headache, or we discussed a strategy and I was validated and like, yep, that absolutely has worked here. And this is, you know, you're going in the right direction. So even that validation and that support was also critical. And so I started working with, you know, a board of advisors, working with one-on-one mentors. And each of those conversations is me being present and me being in the room. And I want to share that with you because yesterday I was in the room with my board and I know a lot of entrepreneurs don't have boards and you don't necessarily need an entire board of directors and board of advisors. So I want to break this down for this solo entrepreneur. I want to break this down for the one that has a team of less than 10. You still need to find a way to like have accountability for yourself. It's not just about like the mind share that takes place. There's strategy, mind share, and you're learning from other people's experiences. And that's what the board of directors does is like, they've all been successful in running their companies and they're helping me run mine and they're incentivized to do so. Right. So those people are incentivized. My board is incentivized because they are, they own shares of my company, right? They have equity in my company, but That may not be the right approach for smaller. It may not be the right approach. You may not have, and you know, you don't need to give out an equity stake in many of the companies that are listening here today, but having an accountability system, I still report every quarter. Here's what's happening in the business. Here's my blockers. You can still cultivate that. And I really want to encourage you to find room to hold you accountable. And that is one of the reasons I created the boardroom inside of the club in particular was I felt like there was this need and this gap missing to create these smaller, intimate settings for entrepreneurs. And so that's where we have the club. And then the club, there's a like a, a level above that for entrepreneurs who want that extra accountability, whose businesses are past the early stages that are really in that scaling mode and that want to be in the room with like similar levels of entrepreneurship. And so just want to share that there are ways to find that. And I really encourage you to find your tribe and to find your network. Sometimes I'll show up to a call and it's not necessarily that I have a challenge, but me even listening to someone else's challenge I'm like, oh, actually, I want to learn about that. Oh, actually, I'm glad that she's asking that question because I'm sure I'm going to need that advice. And so I love the learning factor that you get and just being in the right rooms and cultivating that. And so ask yourself truly, like, what rooms are you in? What room are you in? What room are you in today? Do you have a coach 
Are you putting yourself, you know, in a leadership room? Are you putting yourself with peers? Are you putting yourself from learning from other people who have done it before you? Because that is also an incredible way to learn. And it's not just the peer groups. I think the peer groups are really great, but also asking others of who have been there and who have already tackled these problems. How do you approach this? And so ask yourself, what room are you in? Because honestly, that has been one of the the biggest reasons that I've been able to be successful is by executing the right strategy and not having to throw spaghetti at the wall. And I see entrepreneurs do that every day because it is lonely and they don't even know it. They think that honestly, they're like, I can figure out the solution or they're not willing to invest in it. And that's a blocker that I see often as well, where we're like, well, do I really need to invest in this versus, you know, using these dollars to go do marketing? Well, I would rather invest in knowing the strategy, nailing the strategy and knowing exactly what spaghetti to throw than to waste my dollars down and to throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. And so that has what has served me in the past. And over the last several years, as I've been getting into the right rooms. And now let me share a, like a list of networks that I belong to. I've probably also, I'm going to confess, I've probably spent over easy, 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 $150,000 of my personal money in coaching, like easy. And that is in one-on-one coaching. I have a one-on-one coach and that person is to keep me sane and to keep me accountable. I have a business therapist coach as well. Right. And that is a, you know, a separate dialogue that I have. And I think of this as like, we have personal trainers and we have like all these other things that we spend money on, but I get the amount of revenue that I've actually driven from this investment. And me even just saying this out loud and you listening to this are probably like, Holy crap, that's a lot of money. But when I actually look at the grand scheme of it, it's not, and it's not like I've done it all at once. I just have scaled these systems. I'm part of an organization I'm going to meet for the first time. It's the women professional organization. And I'm part of the Zenith chapter, which is of women founded companies that are doing over 100 million in revenue. Ladies, like I will pay whatever money to be in that room. It's an invite only thing. There's not a lot of women that have companies over hundred million in revenue. I'm going to be the baby in that group. And I'm so excited to be in that group because there's women in that group that have already taken companies public. That is going to be instrumental, like in my success over the next two years, if I want to take my company public. And if I can get into that room, that's the room I want to be in. And that chapter meets like once uh, a quarter and they meet in person. So I will be heading down to Miami next week, actually for my Zenith chapter meeting. Then I'm in a FinTech group and that one also meets, it's not, everything doesn't meet like weekly and I meet with them, but I'm the only woman in that, in that group. And so I don't love that environment, but I will say it's still important for me to be there because these are all executives of major CEOs of all like of payments companies and fintech companies. And so me being part of that, I'm also in the loop of what's happening in my industry. So I'm sharing all the things right now. And I know a lot of you might think this is crazy, but I'm going to break it down on what you can do. So I'm just sharing all of it. And then I'm part of this mastermind with just super high level, the most amazing influencers and course creators with Amy Porterfield and Jasmine Starr, Sophia Amoroso. I mean, you've heard them inside of here on the show. They come inside the club. They're helping me develop like my course right now. Like that was so game changer. That was completely game changer for me to be in that room. 
And I will tell you, they're not all paid masterminds, but you also have to be invited in the room, right? And so you have to apply to these things to say, yes, I want to be in that room. So that was a mastermind that I did last year that is now closing off. And I'm sure we're going to continue to have conversations, but like the formality of the mastermind that closes, and then you cultivate these like amazing friendships and relationships thereafter. So I was part of that. Again, I talked about the one-on-one coaching as well. So those are like the different things that I have done over the last several years. And then I've got, I've got two mentors. I have a mentor who lives out of Atlanta. He's a payment executive and he's mentored me and Sal from, or for a really long time. And he was incentivized by getting equity in my company. And it didn't start that way. It was truly a mentor mentee relationship. And then I have a female mentor that is also a mentor that I have. That's a one-on-one mentor that I meet with in person. And so these are, these are, this is also some of the places that I spend my time. And I think that sometimes people don't know that because we don't talk about it because there's the, probably this taboo that like, you have to know it all. I don't know. I don't have that obviously feeling about it. And I want to share this with you because none of us have the answers. It's not about copying someone's like, I don't want to be, you know, the, the, like everyone that I'm learning from, that's not my strategy. I don't want to be them but I want to take nuggets. I think that's what it is. In every single conversation, there's always nuggets of gold, literally nuggets of gold in every conversation. And that's where those like 15 minutes literally unlock thousands for me every time I'm in the right room. And I was heading back from Knoxville this morning. I was on the plane and I was just chatting with Sal. It was the first time that we all met in person. It wasn't one person on Zoom. It wasn't one person here. And just the energy of everyone coming back and collaborating was so, so, so contagious. And so if there are events and things that are happening, I highly encourage you to just get in the damn room. Like say yes, say yes today, book that ticket and say, I'm going to be there, you know, book that ticket and say, I'm going to be there. And I think it's going to lead to an amazing yes Another example I'll give you, I just got back from the ink conference. I got invited to speak at the ink conference. It was super last minute. I will tell you, my schedule was so insane. Every part of me was telling me to say no. And I probably should have listened because I was exhausted. So I don't recommend you over exhausting yourself, but I will tell you, I did not go because of the ink conference. I did not go And South by Southwest has literally been on my speaker list. Like it is one of the most coveted conferences to speak at. And I didn't go to actually say yes to that bucket list item. Cause if that was just it, I would have probably said, no, I said yes to be in the room with my friends who invited me, which was Arlen Hamilton and Rachel Rogers. And those two women, just being in the room with them last weekend, we had not just the best time because they're incredible, but we left with just the most incredible mind share. We left with the most incredible ideas and collaborations. And so many great things just came from that sub piece of not even the main item that I was going for. And so I want to share these with you because that has been a huge part of my success. And what I see female entrepreneurs do is just stay so caught in like one zone or like not look up and heads down execution is important. So I do want to emphasize, like, you can't just be everywhere and not work on your business. So if you just did that and I just was out everywhere and I never actually executed, I wouldn't have a business. So I do see that some women are like overly obsessed with being everywhere. That's not what I want you to be, but there's a balance and there's times to be heads down. And there's times where you need to 
take yourself out of the business, to be creative, to get those ideas, to learn from others, to save yourself that headache and time by learning from someone's mistake. That is where I want you to be at. And so a couple of places that I think that you should be saying yes to, so I'm going to list them out right now. We are hundred percent having our CEO school conference. I'm literally looking at venues this week. It's going to be September 15th through the 18th. I want you to be in the room. I am capping it to 300 seats just because this is going to be our first conference. I know it's going to sell out. Everything we do always sells out, but I want to do like premium quality for this conference and the venues that I've selected. I want a conference setting, but I want it to be intimate where everybody knows each other. We're going to be doing such fun, like speed dating. Obviously I'll be there hosting the conference. We're going to have incredible speakers. It will be in Orlando, Florida. So September 15th to 18th, save the date. I'm going to link it below right now. And I'm going to link an early bird special for you. So buy now, book your ticket. You'll get $250 off just for taking action. And so I want to reward those that take early action. So that's there. Number one, number two, what is your community like? Like, why are you waiting to not be part of an incredible community? Join the club, literally come join us in the club. Q2 is about to start. I'm leading so many incredible workshops in there and I want you to be in the room and it's not for me. I want you to drive these connections. And what we're doing inside of the club is there are smaller sub pockets by industry, by revenue size for leadership. We have an entire group dedicated even for working professionals. So if you're a working professional and you feel lonely in your executive journey, there is a place for you in the club with women who are going through the same exact thing. And so don't come for me come for the connections, come for the learning. And so I'll be linking the club as well below. Stop waiting. And I'm, um, prices are going to be going up post Q2. We are really excited to continue to offer so much value. So do not wait. It's $99 a month. Like literally it's the best investment that you're going to make. And you're going to, you're going to, that time you show up for one of the workshops, it's going to save you thousands. I guarantee it. So number one, we've got the conference join the club. And I want to invite you to apply for, if you're a six figure entrepreneur, come be in the room in the retreat. We have very, very select spots available. That's going to be our next retreat is going to be in Tulum and it's going to be in June. So I will also link that below. It is application only. It is only going to be between 20 and 25 women. And so it is very, very, very intimate. So if that is of interest to you, be in that room and it's going to be epic. Our last one was literally, I'm still on a high leaving California. It's still, it was the creation of the friendships and camaraderie and just not just the strategy and all of that, which was incredible. I think we've literally tripled everyone's businesses that came to that weekend with a very clear strategy for them to leave with and a playbook and all the things. And so if that's of interest to you, there's so many rooms and that's what Zio school truly I'm so passionate about. It's not about me. It's about you. It's really about creating environments to help you be successful and bridging that gap of knowledge sharing. That is what Zio school is. We can sit here and, you know, read books and go through things ourselves. Like nothing beats learning from other people. And so be in the room. That is what I want you to do. And if none of these things are an option, I still encourage you to find your room create that room, find your seat at the table, ask the bold questions, ask for help, share the blockers, right? Like what are the things? And I guarantee you that if you cultivate the right people, it will help. And so my job is to facilitate as best as I can to facilitate that for you. That's what I'm doing here. 
every single week. And so I hope you enjoyed a little bit today on learning how and my crazy on all the things that I've done to help myself be accountable and help myself learn from others. But I hope you get a, a little bit inspired to be in the right rooms. I can't wait to see you in the room. Until next week at CEO School. Hey there, if you enjoy this week's episode themes and want to go deeper into concepts on mindset, money, and marketing, download our freebie with the five secrets that helped me scale multiple companies to seven figures and beyond. These are the exact skills that will help you get you to your next level. Find it on CEO School's bio on Instagram at CEO School. If you love today's episode, leave us a review. This is how we grow and reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. Tell us what you loved about the episode and you'll be entered to win one ticket to our Women in Business Conference this September in Orlando. I can't wait to see you.